0: to be used of God, to bring this word into us this morning. Let's just have a word of prayer. Father, we thank you because you're God. We thank you because there is nothing we can do besides thee. There is no other. Lord, we thank you because it is your word, and we ask that you will teach us your word. You will teach us what we need to know about worship, that our worship lifestyle will give us the grace to be able to hear you more, in the name of Jesus, Lord, bless us as we learn from Your feet this morning. In the name of Jesus, we know that our lives will never remain the same. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Praise the Lord! Hallelujah! As a Pastor said that this morning, we are looking at how worship can help us to develop a hearing ear in. Hearing God. It is important, as we have been learning over the series for some weeks now, how to hear God. It's important for us to know the place of worship in hearing God. I want us to note this morning that from inception, from inception, we were created to worship God. How do I know this? If we go to the book of Genesis and we look at the beginning, God sought for a communion, a, com- a communion between him and Adam and Eve. His intent was that he will come meet with man and man will meet with him. And that was why when uh, Adam and Eve sinned in the garden, he came into the garden. The Bible said he came into the garden in the cool of the day and he asked, he said, Adam, where are you? And I see God asking So many of us, the same question this morning, he's saying, daughter, where are you? He's saying, son, where are you? In the place of fellowship with me, where are you? What the Lord sought was that he will have communion with man. And that was why he always came to man, spoke to man. Man worshipped him and heard whatever he had to say in the place of communion, in the place of koinonia, in the place of worship, man hears what God has to say because in such an atmosphere, God releases his word. And when we receive the instruction that God gives us, we are able to do that which he wants us to do. So from inception, we were created to worship God. We were created to worship God. And we realize that even the Bible makes us to understand that true worship has always been a matter of context. If we look at the temptation that Jesus went through in the book of Luke chapter four, we will see that the all the all thing, the pivotal thing in that scripture was the context on who to worship. The enemy wanted and sought that Jesus will worship him. But I thank God because Jesus stood upon the word of God, he is word himself. And because of the word, who he is, and because of the word, resident on his inside, he was able to tell the enemy, to tell the devil where he should be. And I believe that when we come to God in worship, he speaks to us and we are able to be where we are and we're able to put the enemy where it should be. It is because Jesus knew who to worship He knew who the praise should go to. That was why he was able to withstand the temptation that the devil brought. I want to tell us this morning, categorically, that when we learn to come before the presence of God, he is able to show us who to worship. He is able to empower us. And we are able to know what and how to place the enemy where he belongs. So the context has been always who to worship. The devil distracts us so many times. The loss of the eyes, the loss of the flesh, so many wants and desires. But God wants us to come to a place where the only thing and the only one that we will desire will be him. Hallelujah. We also realize that the Bible makes us to understand that Satan fell with all other fallen angels. Why? There was a contest of worship. The devil wanted to have the place and the throne of God. He wanted to sit in that throne, in that exalted place, and he sought that he might take over the kingdom of heaven. But we thank God because God put him where he belonged. He was thrown back on earth. He said, Lucifer, thou art falling. He was thrown back to the earth with his other angels that rebelled in heaven. And up till now, they are still rebelling and rebelling against the children of God because they know that once the children of God get it right in the place of worship, there is no place for the enemy in their midst. So I want to challenge us this morning that the place of worship is a key and pivotal place because it helps us to realize who God is, what God wants us to do per time, and what God is saying per time. And I pray that the Lord will help us To understand this further in the name of Jesus. I had to look up the meaning of worship. And I I, I found a very interesting one. And it reads, it said, worship is an extreme form of love. It's a type of unquestioning devotion. It also says that if you worship God, then you love God so much that you don't even question him at all. God wants us to come to a place where we understand and love him so much that we do not question who he is. We do not question who he he is to us. We do not question his authority. Rather, when we worship him, we show him our love. We show him our devotion. We show him our reverence. And I pray that this morning that God will give us the grace to be able to show love to the Father. God, will give us the grace to be able to show our sincere devotion. And God, will give us the grace to be able to reverence him the way he ought to be reverenced. And I know that we are going to receive this grace this morning in the name of Jesus. So how then do we worship? How then do we worship? We realize that nowadays there's so many kinds of worship. People worship other gods. People worship idols. People worship so many things. People even worship self. But what we are looking or who we are looking on to this morning is how do we devote ourselves to a point where we worship God and give him all our devotion and reverence. So how do we worship? I wrote here that worship is an attitude. Worship is an attitude. And worship is the state of the heart. It reveals the state of the heart. How do I know this? Let's turn our Bibles to the book of John. John chapter 4. That's the story of Jesus and that Samaritan woman. Jesus had an encounter with this Samaritan woman. The Samaritan woman had a lot of questions about worship because the context then was between the Jews and the Samaritan, over which mountain the Lord should be worshipped. But Jesus came and said, "Say, it's not about mountain now. It's not about where you go. It's not about where you are, but it's about where your heart is. Mm. Where your heart is will determine the core of who you worship, mm-hmm. where your heart is. And that was why Jesus replied this woman. She saw the confusion in the heart of this woman. And Jesus was ready to make it right. Jesus said in John chapter 4, verse 23. I will start, but let me start from verse 21. He said, Jesus said unto a woman, believe me, they are cometh When ye shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the father, Ye worship ye know not what. That is, you worship what you don't know. He said, we know what we worship. For salvation is of the Jews. 23, where we're going. But the hour cometh, hallelujah. He said, the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth for the father seeketh such to worship him. Mm -hmm. 24 says, for God is a spirit, Mm -hmm. and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Now we're trying to answer the question of, so how then do we worship? And the answer is we worship him in spirit and in truth. Mm -hmm. The Bible says that there will come a time And I believe that the cry of heaven right now is for us to know that at this time, this is the time that the heaven, that God is seeking men and women, that we worship him in spirit and in truth. Mm. Someone will be asking, how do we worship God in spirit and in truth? The Bible says in verse 24 that God is spirit. Mm. The Bible also makes us to understand in the book of John, it said, he that is born of the spirit is spirit, and he that is born of the flesh is flesh. Meaning, flesh cannot replace the place of the spirit. Mm. As a human being, we, are, we have a body, God has given us a spirit, and we possess a soul. Now, that spirit is the core of that man. And it's a spirit man that God is able to use to communicate with his spirit. Mm. God is spirit. He does not carry body, he does not carry soul. And the only way that God can communicate to man is by his spirit. So when we come to him, bringing our spirit in subjection to his will, the Bible says in Romans 12, he said, presenting our bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable to him. When we come before the Lord and present our bodies to him, what we are indirectly doing is that we are putting our bodies under subjection and we are elevating the place of the spirit when we elevate the, the place of the Spirit in our lives, mm. then God is able to interact with us. Mm. Then God is able to talk to us. Mm. Then God is able to speak to us. Mm. And God speaks to us when we worship Him.
1: Hallelujah.
0: He said He, he seeks people that mm. we worship Him in spirit yeah. and in truth. Now, how do we worship God? In truth. Jesus Himself says, I am the way. The truth and the life Mm. so a man that will worship the truth must know the truth the truth is jesus Mm. and a man that does not have a personal relationship i'm not talking about just being born again Born again is the first level. The personal relationship we are talking about here is when the Holy Spirit takes over the life of the man mm. such that there is continual relationship and fellowship in the place of the Spirit. Mm. The Spirit of that man is opened up mm. and is able to understand the will of the Father. Without our spirit opening up, we cannot understand the will of the Father. Therefore, if we do not understand the will of the Father, God will not be able to speak to us and we are not able to worship him rightly.
1: Glory to God.
0: In worship, we both praise and reverence God. Mm. It's not about worship. It's not not about slow music. Praise is not about fast music. Praise and worship, the Bible makes us to understand how we approach God in Psalm 100. It says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Mm. When we are able to praise God right, we actually praise God right from a heart of worship. Mm. When we are able to situate ourselves in such a position that God, our spirit is yielded to God, then we are able to worship God aright. So we are able to talk about the attitude that we have in worship is to worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. I believe that God will grant us more understanding in the name of Jesus. Now, what happens to us in the place of worship? What happens to us in the place of worship? I want us to realize this morning that so many things happen to us in the place of worship. And I think that's why the devil often distracts us, like the Bible told us concerning matter in the book of John. It said matter was cumbered with so many things. But he said that which Mary had, which was always coming to sit at the feet of Jesus. he said that which Mary has will not be taken away from her. So what does the Lord require from us this morning? Sitting at his feet. Because when we sit at the feet of Jesus, we are able to hear him, we are able to worship him rightly. So when we come before the presence of God to worship him, he speaks to us. Hallelujah. So what happens to us when we worship? The Bible makes us to understand in the book of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 6. Let's turn our Bibles to Isaiah chapter 6. Isaiah chapter 6 verse 1. It says, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord seated on the throne, high and exalted, And the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphs, each with six wings. With two wings, they covered their faces. With two, they covered their feet. And with two, they were flying. And they were calling to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. Verse 4 says, At the sound of their voices, the doorpost and the threshold shook, and the temple was filled with smoke. Verse 5, war to me, I cried, I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. And my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. Let me stop there. Now, the Bible makes us to understand that in the year that King Uzziah died, Isaiah saw the Lord. My question was, what has has Isaiah been doing before now? If we recognize the story of Uzziah, King Uzziah actually died because he was prideful. He was proud and he he, he decided to do that which was only destined or meant for priests to do. He wanted to offer sacrifices. The priest came to him and cautioned him. But he was angry and thought he could do and undo. And the Lord him with leprosy. The Bible makes us to understand. So this was a a prophet that was under this man when this man was reigning. And God, the Bible makes us to understand in the book of Isaiah, that the Bible, uh, Isaiah was able to see the Lord when Uzziah died. Which means that King Uzziah was a form of destruction in the life of Isaiah. Mm. If not, why did they have to get to the point that until Uzziah died, that Isaiah saw the Lord? And the Bible makes us to see that when Isaiah, he said he saw the Lord exalted. He saw the Lord exalted. So what happens to us in the place of worship? We see the Lord exalted. We see the Lord as he is. We see the Lord as he is. The Bible says that as Isaiah saw the Lord, he said the Lord was exalted. He said his strain filled the temple. And in verse, in verse 5, the Bible said that Isaiah said, Woe to me, I cried. He said, I am ruined. Isaiah was able to recognize who he is in the presence of God. He said, For I am a man of unclean lips. And I live among a people of unclean lips. Isaiah was able to see his true nature when he came before the Lord in worship. So when we come before the Lord in worship, we are able to see our true self and who we are. We are able to see how we are before the Lord. And if we look at verse 6 of that, that same Isaiah 6, he said, Then one of the seraphs flew to me with a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with tongues from the altar. With it, he touched my mouth and said, See, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away and your sin atoned for hallelujah when we come before the lord in worship the lord cleanses us the bible said that angel said he he touched the lips of isaiah and he said your guilt is taken away when we come before the presence of the lord in worship god takes away our guilt our guilt are taken away he said your sin is atoned for when we come before the presence of the Lord, we're able to see the atonement that the blood of Jesus gives us. We're able to see that we can receive atonement through the blood of Jesus. And we go further. Verse 8. It said, Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? And who will we go for us? And I said, Here am I. Send me. He said, Go and tell those people. Now, when Isaiah came before the presence of the Lord... The Lord, he he was able to recognize that he actually had a call. I want us to note that, look, you are not called until God calls you. It is not we who call ourselves. It is God that sends us and calls us. When the Lord sends us, he gives us the purpose for our calling. So are you lost? You do not know your area of calling? You do not know what God has sent you to do? Come before the presence of the Lord in worship because God seeks to communicate to us. He seeks to make us to understand who we are, what we have been called to do in the place of worship. Hallelujah. I pray that God will give us strength and grace to understand in the name of Jesus. So what does God desire and what does God need in our worship and when we worship? Number one, God desires fellowship. Like I said earlier on, God desires communion when we come before him in his presence. And when we come before the Lord in fellowship, he's able to speak to us. He's able to speak to us and reveal himself to us and reveal who we are to us. The first is that when we come before God, he seeks fellowship. He seeks communion. Another point why God desires our worship is that in worship, God desires to reveal who we are. Just like I explained now, he desires to reveal who we are to us. And also he desires to reveal who he is to us. He desires to reveal who he is to us. And then he desires that we would know where we should be. When we come before our God in worship, he desires that we should know, we would know where we should be. Hallelujah. Another point is that he cleanses us in his presence as we worship him. He cleanses us in his presence just like it happened in the life of Isaiah. Next is that he instructs us in his presence. When we come to him, he instructs us. It is the instruction we receive that we are able to know what to do. And that is how we hear. We hear him. We receive instruction from him in his presence. Another point is that he reveals himself to us. The king of glory wants to reveal himself to you and I. He wants to reveal himself to us just like he he revealed himself to Moses. Moses sought to see the glory of God, and he saw the glory of God. Your desire to see the glory of God, come before his presence in worship. Your desire to know who you are and what he has called you to do, come before him in worship. Solomon, when he worshipped God, he was able to recognize the assignment that God has placed on his, on his inside. The Bible makes us to understand that when Solomon gave God worship, the glory of the Lord filled the temple. When a man, when a life worships God, the glory of the Lord encumbers that man. He's no longer the person you see, but you begin to see the aroma that comes from God's presence. God blesses us when we come into his presence. He talks to us just like he spoke to and he talked to Solomon, where Solomon worshipped him in his presence and God gave him direction. Another point is that when we worship God, we raise an altar to God. Just like our father Abraham always does. Whenever he comes before God, he raises an altar and he worships God and God gives him direction. When we see the life of Abraham, we saw that when he raised an altar unto God and he worshiped God, God ascended, God came down and God showed him things to come. When we come before his presence, God shows us things to come. This generation is waiting for people that will hear God and hear the things that are to come. So that things will not just meet us just unawares. God is not, in, he's, he's not happy when things meet us unawares. He wants to prepare us in the place of the spirit. He wants to prepare us in the hiding place, in the secret place. And we, this can only happen. We can only help this generation. We can only be the heirs of this generation. When we come before his presence in worship, he comes to us and he speaks to us and he shows us things to come. It was during one of these encounters that God showed Abraham how he was going to how his wife was going to birth Isaac and how his name should be Isaac and those everlasting promises that God has given our father Abraham and we are benefiting today. Know that God is God. We don't come to God like people other people appease their gods. So we don't come to appease God. No, God is not one deity up up there that is just sitting on a throne and waiting. No, 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 to execute judgment. No. God is a loving father. He wants us to come to that place where we will love him, where we will give him our devotion, where we will give him our hearts, where we will give him our everything. The Bible makes us to understand that in the event of Cain and Abel, he said God accepted Abel. First, God accepted the life before he accepted what he was going to offer. Before you we offer anything to God, God wants to accept your life God wants to accept my life. God wants my life to be acceptable in his presence. What are you bringing before the altar? What are you bringing before God? God wants your life to be right with him. God wants your life to be right with him. He wants you to sit at his feet like Mary always does. And we saw that this same Mary was able to anoint the feet of Jesus. She had understanding We will be like men of Issachar that understand the time when we come before his presence in worship, when we give God every of our service, service in our hearts, everything that we ought to do. God wants to tell us when we come into his presence. We also know that when Lazarus died, Jesus was moved by the cry of Mary. Jesus was touched. Why? Mary gave God worship. The Bible says in the book of John 11, they said she came before God and bowed. And bowed. Before she ever even complained about anything. And because of that act, that reverence that was given to Jesus, Jesus acted. And a revival sparked. (laughs) Hallelujah. When we come before God in in, in his presence, he makes us vessels of revival. Mary became a vessel of revival that day. If it was only matter, maybe Lazarus wouldn't have woken up. But because of the life of Mary, a life of worship she carried. Revival's talk. God is waiting for you and I to be carriers of this revival. God is waiting for you and I to strategize our place and our heart in the place of worship that he might speak to us. The Bible says a time is coming and now has come when true worship as we worship the Father in spirit and in truth. This is the time, my brother. This is the time, my sister, that God wants you to lock yourself in the sacred place and go before him kneeling in worship. My husband and I and in this family, we have been experiencing God's wondrous songs. God just gives us wonderful songs. God gives us wonderful revelations. When we just come before his presence, when we are still before his presence and we just worship. We just give him praise. God wants us to worship him. He wants to speak to us. He wants to bless us. He wants to reveal himself to us. Don't come before his presence complaining. Just come before his presence according to his word. Be still and know that he is God. Recognize who is to be worshipped and that is Jesus Christ. That is the Father and give him place to the place of the Spirit. The Bible says that we are to worship him in spirit and in truth. When your spirit is right, you will worship right. When you know the truth, he will set us free. The truth we know when we come before his presence in worship. And I pray that God will give us this grace in the name of Jesus. Amen. He said that his sheep knows his voice. <clears throat> he gives us that voice. He, he speaks to us mm. when we come before his presence. So what is the place of worship in hearing God? It is actually the core essence of man mm. that we should worship. Mm. And when we worship him, which is what we are created for, we are able to know what God is. As ordained us to be, what God has called us to do, we are able to know who God is, and we are able to worship Him and reverence Him All right. I pray that this morning, that God will grant us the grace to be able to know Him mm-hmm. as He is, to be able to worship Him and not man. That next time when you seek to worship, you will know it's not about your feeling. You will know, you no, know, no, it's not about which song do I sing. No. He wants you to come before his presence and he will fill your mouth with song. He will fill your, your, your mouth with the laughter. He will fill your feet with dancing. When you just come before his presence and you say, Father, I just want to give you my life. Mm. I just want to present my body to you as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to you. Mm. You said it's my reasonable act of worship. It's my reasonable act of service. Your service unto God cannot be complete until you reverence him. And you worship him then you are enabled you are able to know his good his pleasing and his perfect will come before his throne today and just be in his presence to so be still and give him worship and i pray that god will help us in jesus name amen
1: hallelujah that was a wonderful one from uh, pastor mrs Lutonke, Adebayo. And I want to trust the Lord That the Lord will help us I want to say that Within the few minutes that we have I'd like you to just uh, Bless the name of the Lord Worship the Lord Give God all the glory Pray in the Holy Spirit Just to worship the Lord God we thank you We worship you We give you praise Father We want to thank you We want to appreciate you We want to worship you thank you lord holy spirit for what you are doing thank you father for the template thank you O oh lord because we know that it is well with us in the name of Jesus, Rakorimo Simpolobu Jaban Delebo Zabragadaba Jaga Delebo Zabragadi and Deleba Leng Koroboshe Poro Bosse Prondianda Mon Koroboshe Bradia Leng Goroboshe Parabasa Paragadibya. Just keep the worship
0: as we begin
1: to hear of Him. It is when your spirit is settled with the Lord that is when you can hear him in clarity hallelujah and that's the point we're talking about in developing a hearing here this month that it is when your spirit is attuned with him it is when you are online your spirit is online with him that is when you can hear him very well god does not speak arbitrarily and like mommy said, God is spirit, and they that are going to worship him must worship him in spirit. It is, that is the online that we're talking about. It is when you get into the spirit, all right, then you can hear the true word of God. I want to believe that God has blessed you tremendously this morning. And I want to trust God that more the Lord will do for you in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Let me pray for you. Father, we thank you. We Mm -hmm. appreciate you. Lord, you want us to be a true worshiper. And we know that indeed you want to help us. And Father, we know that you are helping us. I commend everybody hearing me on ground online that in the name of Jesus Christ, you will always tune your spirit. Your spirit will always be in tune with God. Your spirit will always be online with God so that you will be able to hear what is saying for the now. And I know that you will accept every worship in the name of Jesus. None of us will give strange worship to you. The Bible talked about nada than a that gave a strange that went to the prince of God to burn a strange fire Mm. and they were consumed there Lord that will not be our testimony because it is dangerous for a man to enter into the spirit unprepared Mm. it is dangerous for a man to come online when he himself is not in line with God I want to pray O Lord that in the name of Jesus That you will help every hearer Mm -hmm. in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. We thank you, Heavenly Father. We give you all the glory. Blessed be your name, O God. For in Jesus' name we have Mm worshipped. Amen and amen Mm -hmm. in Jesus' name. We love you all. We thank every one of you for tuning in. God bless you in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord.